Welcome to Tailboard Talk, a fourth shift fitcast. The mission of Tailboard Talk and the fourth shift fitness is to educate and train fire service personnel to increase durability and decrease the potential for injuries and their associated costs. My name is Chris Morella, owner and founder of Fourth Shift Fitness. I'll use my experience as a personal trainer, strength coach, and 15-year veteran of the fire service to deliver tips, tricks, lessons, and information specifically geared towards the health and wellness of firefighters and paramedics. Each episode, you'll leave with immediate deliverables that will improve performance and resilience and keep you in the fight through your career and into retirement. Let's get into it. Off topic, but on topic is uh, obviously it's an oven outside. Uh, Sid's been going to this adventure camp in Geneva. Okay. Just meets at one of the schools, and uh, the company that runs the camp—it's just, just Geneva Park District—but they uh, had to send out an email that basically said like, "Stop emailing the schools about there not being air conditioned in the gyms that we're in." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you signed your kid up for adventure camp. Like with all and every every description of it is something active, and then you complain when your kid sweats. It's just... <laughs> I'm surprised they're even in a gym. You think they'd just be outside the whole time? We got. Uh, I can't remember if I told you when when COVID was in kind of full swing, and and then there was like the big mask lawsuit, and then um, some schools were opening up and some schools weren't, or whatever the case was, and then some daycares were. Well, daycares are governed under by a totally different group, and so there was like two emails that came out from Nathan's school that, and it, I could tell they were just the kind of email that like they probably wrote it four or five times and their spouse deleted it for them before yeah. they wrote like a palatable one. Cause it, it said like, we really, really appreciate you guys making sure that we know what everyone else is doing <laughs> and start <laughs> off like that. And like, but just remember that we're not governed by, you know, the school board or whatever. We don't have a superintendent. We're governed by daycare rules. So while we really, really appreciate, knowing what everyone else around us is doing. I was like, Oh my God, that's, that's a, that's an heavily edited email that they eventually got out to publish. Those were just the worst having to write those emails every time, every four to six weeks when things were changing and blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah. Uh, did you get, did you get a lot of feedback on them? Well, I know some people bucked it to the point of leaving, but like, yeah, I mean, most people were pretty, most of the time it's crickets. We had a few people that, you know, they wanted to educate you. I'm like, trust me, like I <laughs> right now looking at this thing like five times a day to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And any relief we can get, I'll know before you, you know, but uh, right. that's the way it is. Man. Oh, that's, there's a lot. I mean, it's just one more pile, one more conversation in the pile of conversations is like a parent that I was like, yeah, that'll be annoying when it gets there. And then it doesn't make it any less frustrating in the moment. That's for sure. I mean, how old is Sid now? Like 10, nine. nine. And, uh, Nathan's three and Sawyer's one. So you've been through obviously more than double what I've gone through so far with, uh, having a kid and trying to run a fitness business and also stay active. But I thought that was a good topic was kind of how fitness has changed or how you've changed your view of fitness since, since having a kid. Cause mine's definitely, I, I've benefited from it. It's given me way more excuses not to work out and I've been able to justify my lazy streaks much, much easier. But I, I am at a point now, like three years in where I'm like, Oh, that was, that was playing with fire. A lot of times, like I could have yeah. gone severely the wrong direction. But, um, so what, I mean, what kind of popped in your head when I texted you that, that topic? 
Um, I, I was trying to trying to think of kind of the the timeline of how you do things because obviously it it kind of ebbs and flows. I shouldn't say that. it just changes depending on you know what age they are and what they're involved in. You know, and I think obviously mine a little bit different, but I've been t- talking to Rick a little bit lately because obviously with LGN close and I'm trying to to relocate some people and uh, just listen to some of the stuff that he was looking for in a gym. And then he's like, yeah. And then I got a kid coming. I'm like, man, that, that really handcuffs you if you don't own your own facility or you don't have your own <laughs> equipment in your basement. You know? So, so I got yeah. lucky in that, you know, Sid was, Sid was at the gym all the time, you know, and uh, I didn't have to worry about daycare or anything like that. We just kept her in her cage in the back and you know, ran yeah. sessions and whatnot. But um, you know, it, you kind of go through that phase until they get into like preschool or something that's half a day where maybe you get a little bit of time back for yourself to actually maybe go to a gym if you don't have one that has like daycare or something along those lines. Um, So you kind of have that like maybe like zero to four years old where you're just doing what you can when you can. And then once you get to kindergarten, you get six hours of your day back every day and, (laughs) and then have the opportunity to maybe seek some different options that you were, that you weren't doing for the previous four to five years. Yeah. Did you, did you change your, um, like your approach or your, did you reframe your fitness at all? Cause I mean, we talk about Raph a lot like he, and he submerged his kids into the, the strength and conditioning and coaching and fitness lifestyle, you know? Yeah. And I just never, I never got into the mode of like, all right, I need to get up and show Nathan what it's like to work out at, at five o'clock every morning or six o'clock every morning yeah. and like immerse him in this. And then I just never got the itch to do that. It was always like, yeah, I want to get up and hang out and do our thing. And then if I get an hour or half hour later, I'll do something. But if he's watching cartoons and I'm working out, like that's fine with me. I don't, I never got into that, like heavy, heavy, let it influence and seep in your life at such a young age mindset. You know, I, it's never, never struck a chord with me. No, my stuff with Sid has been mostly, game type stuff you know it's like if uh we're doing shuttle runs or something like that like i'll let her set up her own like obstacle obstacle course or whatever she's doing and she'll kind of mouse around and do that stuff and then when it's time to run shuttle runs or do some agility stuff then i'll make her come over and do that with me and then she goes back to doing her thing while i go do whatever lift i'm gonna do but that's few and far between like i i really don't um I think the probably since COVID started, we really haven't done as much of those type of activities. Maybe a little bit during COVID. Yeah, it would have been because we homeschooled her for second grade. So at least this year, she didn't do any of that stuff with me um, because we were back on the regular school schedule and I was working out when she was at school. So, yeah. um, you know, at home, it's just more active stuff, though. So it's... Uh, I do a lot. Obviously I'm out playing soccer with her or, you know, or we do a lot more like family walks or longboard or whatever it is. So not necessarily encouraging formal working out, just trying to be more active and do things that I wouldn't be doing normally if I weren't doing them with her. Do you got, are there times where you count that as your thing for the, your workout for the day then? Like that, that is kind of a slippery slope I fell into for a while. It was like, yeah, we'll yeah. go for a walk after dinner and that'll be my workout, you know, and yeah. then that happens three or four times in the week. And then you might, might work out 
for half an hour beyond that. And you're like, yeah, I, you're telling yourself like, yeah, I got four workouts in this week. And then you look back and you're like, yeah, I really didn't do much in terms of uh, extra activity this week or, or compared to what I used to do. No. And I'll say like my structured workouts have, have significantly decreased in favor of just activity of something, whether when I have time for it. And so I would say no one she comes home from school and she gets out early. She's out at two fifteen, So we're home by two forty five and doing stuff, uh, you know, most of the afternoon, but, um, in terms of my own like formal workouts, it's, it definitely transitioned to, you know, a lot more, um, all right, well, I got, I got 20 minutes. I'm going to jump on the spin bike or I, you know, the old, uh, leave the kettlebell in the living room and do 10 rows off each arm when I walk past it type thing. Yeah. So a lot, a lot more pockets of, you know, five to 10 minute worth of activity versus, all right, here's my dedicated, you know, hour to hour and 20 minutes to go through an actual like structured training session. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, the downside of that is I couldn't tell you the last time I back squatted, it's been a year at least a year, right? Yeah. Maybe more, you know? And so a lot of my stuff is just kettlebell stuff and bands and, you know, stuff that I do, you know, in the living room or, you know, runs, you know, sprints out in the grass and stuff, but, uh, yeah. very, very, um, much less, you know, traditional strength and barbell stuff. Do you, do you remember, I kind of remember when I realized that I was old, um, it was when I went to go skate and, uh, it was a rat hockey or something like that. And there was a bunch of young kids and I was like, I'm just out here to work out a little bit and kind of break a sweat. And as soon as I said, I was like, ah, like, I remember hearing a guy say that when I was playing juniors and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, this isn't the workout. This is just playing hockey. And then you yeah. go work out afterwards for an hour or two, you know, but this is just what we do. And, uh, then when I said that, I was like, oh boy, I'm, I've transitioned. <laughs> like, this is, this is my activity for the day now. And I've officially crossed over to being a, uh, either an old guy or just settling in, into what my life is or something. It was a very weird moment, but I remembered that probably happened like five or six years ago where I was like, oh crap. Yeah. That mine was, was uh, probably, um, probably about five or six years ago. So Luke from the gym, I played, so I played softball a lot before Sid. I was playing, you know, four and five nights a week, um, you know, in different, you know, rec leagues and stuff pretty competitively. And then I, I don't think I took actual, I must've taken some, like a year or two off, but then Luke, who was 10 years younger than us, probably. Yeah. Maybe more 12 years younger than us. Um, his college baseball buddies got a softball team together and asked me to play. And as I'm out there watching these guys like sprint and dive and slide, and I'm like <laughs> station to station on the base pass. And then I think you remember I had that terrible like hamstring explosion, um, explosion, you know, where yeah. my hamstring was bruised for like ever. Uh, yeah. Th that was when I think I realized that I was old. And, and you know what? I was in the outfield because I, I mostly played outfield and softball. And I remember like looking up at fly balls and be like, I can't see. Like, I don't know where this ball is. Like, like I'm not sure I'm going to catch this because my eyes are blurry. I'm like, ah, I'm just too old now. <laughs> my bifocals were outfield. Yep, that's when I realized it. But in that, though, I, I definitely used uh, softball as, as exercise then. But, um, but yeah, that, that, uh, that's, that's bad. I'm pretty nervous, actually, because for some reason I said yes to playing in the uh, 
the fire department charity tournament this year yeah in september and i haven't thrown a ball in probably four years so that's awesome uh, i'm expecting that that shoulder injury prevention training <laughs> that we did last week to uh rear its ugly head in september <laughs> You did you did a bunch of reps that day. I'm sure they'll carry over four uh-huh. months from now to be. Uh, I'm sure you'll be just as pliable as you were that day. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um. So, what do you, do you see yourself now? Like, as Sid's getting uh, deeper and deeper in school and more and more time, do you think you're going to get back to having more structured and regimented workouts? I mean, is that something you're you're missing and look forward to, or have you kind of settled into like, hey, this, this is a good groove and I like being active and. I'm in a, a healthy place with my weight and my activity. And I'm just going to keep on doing this. No, I'm, I'm pretty unhappy with myself right now, but it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's a tough, um, I, I never dealt well with like consistent regimented schedules. Yeah. And so when Sid has this window, you know, when I drop her off from school and then pick her up and I have, okay, that's my window to maybe work out, but also to, Cause I don't, I don't want to, I don't like leaving work for when she gets home. So it's like, that's when I do my work. I do, uh, like for, you know, remote clients, it's workout time, it's lunchtime, it's Sadie time, it's any stuff around the house. And so six hours seems like a lot until you start doing all that stuff. And then all of a sudden it's not, and it's pretty easy in the beginning to, to just say, well, I'll skip my workout today. Cause I'm going to do that. I'm going to work out tomorrow. But then that gets into like, Oh, I only worked out one time this week, you know? Yeah. And, um, I, I, I would like to get back into a more regimented thing. Um, but then I'm, I'm on the other side of it too, that I know people have been on where it's just been hard. You know, it's like, I know that I'm going to be sore. Like I don't, I don't really want, like, I don't embrace the suck like I used to, you know? (laughs) And when you do it by yourself, it's boring too, you know? And so it's like, uh, it's it's still pretty easy you know to to skimp on stuff if if there's other stuff that i need you know that, that i feel like i need to prioritize yeah um, or just like doing nothing is cool sometimes too you know yeah just because we're so Always. busy at work and then even if you're just hanging out with sid even if you know and the same for me if i'm just hanging out with nathan and sawyer like it's not we're not all on our phones just hanging out it's it's pretty active so and it's right. loud constantly mm-hmm. um and there's always something to correct or, or guide him away from, you know, some calamity we're, we're trying to avoid. So right. like doing nothing for an hour um, used to be outlandish. You'd be like, that's, that sounds pretty boring. Uh, but now I can easily sit and watch YouTube videos or a Netflix series for, for two hours and not feel bored. Like I just right. feel like I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> and uh, yep. you know, that's, you, you kind of talked about like, you don't want to save work for when Sid's home that's the biggest hurdle that Katie and I have had is we feel like if the kids are up and we're here, like we should be with them. And it was so hard to uh, like be in the basement working out and hear them playing upstairs. Mm -hmm. Not even like, I know they're not doing anything amazing. Like they're just doing whatever they want to do with their toys and watching movies and stuff. But I feel like, why would I be down here when I can just be up there? Like, what am I doing down here? Um, So every, every time, uh, every time I've done it successfully, like gone to the garage, like got a little bit of separation and known that they're fine and they're going to be doing their thing. And they truthfully could care less if I'm there or not. Um, right. and just do a workout. And I'm like, oh, I could do that more often. But that, that movement from like next to them to 
a house away from them and doing my own thing is like the hardest separation ever. And so all my fall downs in that have been like the inability of my, me to manage that, that FOMO and, uh, and just go do it. And then, you know, I hang out with him and Katie goes and works out and then we're all good. But man, that's yeah. such a trap I've fallen into is like, well, if they're here and they're awake, I should, I'll work out later, you know, and then it's nine o'clock at night. And you're like, I'm definitely not working out later. And then just another day goes by. We don't do anything. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause I, that used to be my workout time. Like when I worked at export, it was, you know, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. And it would be no big deal for me to be starting my workout then. And there's been some times where I'm like, Oh, I'll just, I'll do something real quick after Sid goes to bed and it's like, you know, eight 30 and I'm like, eh. yeah. <laughs> <That kinda happens. laughs> who was that person I was talking yeah. to earlier? Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. That's my when... thing with her is, and you know, and, and God bless her, but you know, I'll go up there and she'll be entertaining herself with whatever, you know, and not want to be involved with me. And then yeah. I'll be like, okay, well I'll go get started on this. And then like five minutes into that, she's like, daddy, you want to go play some soccer? And I'm like, God, <laughs> you know, of course I do. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would always, I would always work out. I would rather work out later at night than early in the morning still to this day. Yeah. But yeah I guess to a certain point, cause then you get to the point where it's like, okay, it's eight o'clock and Nathan's finally sleeping. Um, how about I hang out with Katie for like more than four and a half minutes throughout the day, you know? And just totally content with hanging on the couch, even if we're both on our phones or she's watching something and I'm doing work, like just being in the same room without, without a constant attention suck, um, just is okay, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so then it, it gets even one, one more layer where it's like, okay, I'll, I'll tell Katie, I'll go work out at night. And again, she could not care less if I'm in the room hanging out with her because at that point she's just as fried as me. And she's like, you can go on the moon for all I care. Just get out of here. Right. But I still feel guilty going in the basement or going in the garage and working out because it's like, I feel like, ah, it's time I could be spending with Katie now since the kids are sleeping. So, I mean, it all comes down to managing your own neurotic brain, you know? Um, and, uh, that's been by far the hardest learning curve and we're st- I'm still figuring out how to do it. Uh, it's becoming easier because Nathan's finally getting to the point where he does get engaged in something. Like he will sit down and watch a movie for more than five minutes where he will like color for 10 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do feel like, okay, he's in, he's occupied by that thing and he's enjoying it. So now I can break away as opposed to before it was like, you could, I mean, you could do anything amazing in front of him and be like next and just move on and be like <laughs> crap. So I'm looking forward to, to learning that more and, um, and getting better at that. But man, it's been a real struggle. And then my, mm-hmm. about three days in my, my dysmorphia takes over and I'm up till 10 o'clock at night doing kettlebell swings and Katie's like, you have some issues. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm right. I do. <laughs> sure do. Yeah. I don't stop here. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Wait till you hear what I'm talking about in my head. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah, dude. So have you, um, so how do you develop a plan then? Like, do you, Sid's old enough now where you can be like, Hey, listen, are you cool for the next hour? Cause I got to go do this. Cause daddy doesn't, daddy wants to go work out. So can you chill for an hour? Like, how do you manage that now with her being, you know, more of an actual human compared to my kids? You know, I, I manage it either with, um, you know, obviously with Tay being in education, she puts a pretty high, uh, standard on reading. So mm. I can always get 30 minutes of reading out of, setting a timer for Sid and saying, this is your, your 30 minutes of independent reading. And then I know that I got 30 minutes to myself to, to work out if I need yeah. to. 
and and she's independent enough that she'll go up in her room and read, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of my fallback. If, if I'm, uh, trying to find time and wedge it in there, uh, with her around, uh, that's usually my go-to with it. Um, you know, places around here, like Gail Borden, the library's done like a really good job of like reading programs and stuff. So you can, you can incentivize it for them too. Um, you know, so when those programs are going on, like Sid obviously wants to read because she wants the incentives of, you know, turning in the minutes that she's read. Yeah. But we also incentivize like her electronics and stuff here. So if she wants to play on the switch or anything, she's got to buy in with reading first or mm. math or, you know, something along those lines. So, um, so it all, you know, kind of all goes back to that. It's like, normally I know that I have 30 minutes of emergency time that I can sit her down and have her read and, and get 30 minutes of something done. Yeah. I guess it's just using that emergency time to like do something for yourself instead of continuing to serve the house or clean something right. up or another random project. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's typically when it, when it comes out is that, you know, otherwise uh, I don't usually don't usually go to that unless I absolutely need it. Yeah. All right. So last part, I think we've talked about this before relatively um, I mean, it can be a heavy topic. I don't, I don't really feel the weight of it yet, but we've, I've seen several people be like, yeah, I work out because, um, you know, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to, to pick up and throw my kid in the pool or like, I want to be able to go on hikes with my kid when I'm, when they're 20 or whatever. And I don't, I don't feel that yet because I still feel pretty physically able and Nathan's still young enough where I'm like, ah, we got time till that gravity hits me. Um, and I also feel like I'm at a point where I can sustain like the level of fitness I'm at now. I'm not, I'm not a super fit person anymore. So I feel like I'm at a good level where I can keep this up for a longer time. Have you had those moments though where you're like, man, I gotta, I gotta get this body in shape because Sid's feeling awful, awful heavy today. And, uh, you know, I gotta, gotta keep getting stronger or keep the same level. So I don't, don't lose track of that. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of like the terrible meme. That's like, uh, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's basically like you'll lift your kid up for the last time, but you won't know it's the last time. I think that's what we talked about before. Yeah. yeah. I think we had, we had sent that back and forth or something like that. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, why, yeah. why are we good, talking good, about this? Good, good cry over that one. Yeah. Sure. Like, Hey, thanks man. I'm going to go throw my phone in the ocean real quick. Right. Um, so my motivator is a little more of like, you know, Tay's 10 years younger than me, you know? And mm. so at some point I don't want to be a, a bigger burden, uh, <laughs> the two of them, uh, you know, than I need to be. And so a lot of my motivation is knowing that, you know, even for Sid, you know, that we had Sid when I was 32, you know? And so I'm not the old dad, but I'm one of the older dads in her class. And so it's yeah. like, you know, I still want to be able to be involved in a lot of the stuff that she does. And, um, so that's, that's a lot of the, the, the motivation to keep going is, you know, to, to know that there's that age, age gap that's a little bigger than some, some couples and some families. And that if I want to uh, continue to keep up with them and do, do the fun stuff that we like doing as a family, then I'm going to have to keep my ass moving. Is that like an actual thought in the front of your head, though? Like, is that, a, is that something that where you're like, I don't want to work out today? And then you fall back on that? Because it's never been yeah. that for me. It is. It is for me. I, I'm to the, that's, that's what working out is for me now. I've, I've kind of stopped looking in the rear view mirror of like, this is what I used to do when I was, uh, you know, still athletic and still lifting, moving bigger weights. 
Yeah. But it's kind of this, I kind of have the conversation with myself that I have with a lot of the guys that are coming back from injuries of like, we're not, we're not concerned with getting you to where you were. We're concerned with getting you to the finish line, happy and healthy so that you can enjoy the retirement that you've beat yourself up for, for the last, you know, 30 to 35 years. Yeah. And so that's, that's in the forefront of my mind most of the time of like the finish line versus the, the present. And that's yeah. why for me, it's a lot easier for me to not worry about sh- structured workouts and percentages and things along that lines. And, and why I can just be content with, I don't feel like doing it today, but I'm going to just do a hundred kettlebell swings throughout the day today, you know, and go for a walk because at least I'm moving the needle in the right direction and not, yeah. you know, going backwards. Um, so yeah, like- so that, that ends up being in the forefront for me now. I, I would like to applaud you on your um, seemingly healthy relationship with exercise. <laughs> um, stark contrast to mine, <laughs> because my mine is still based largely off of aesthetics, and um, I still like getting sore, and I still like try like we talked about before. Like I like working hard at something and like mm-hmm. kind of grinding through and feeling strong, you know, yeah. and. Uh, I got to tell you, like, I know that's probably not the right thing. And then I, I feel like a fat lump and I, I, uh, start looking in the mirror, like feeling angry at myself if I don't work out for a while. Cause I'm like, man, you look terrible and you're getting flabby and finally got the, the dad bod going. And I'm like, okay, time to, time to go back into the routine for a little bit. I think the only difference is I don't swing to like an extreme routine. I just get back into what I am accustomed to doing at like a, a decent pace. Yeah. Um, but then I, I, I've used like Nathan getting older and us getting older and him getting bigger is like um, more of like a verification, like, okay, cool. I can still throw him or I can still pick him up and carry him. No problem. Um, and then that thought leaves. Like I'm very bad at, uh, I'm very good at being fleeting with my in the moment thoughts of like, cool, check that box. And uh, next time it comes up, I'll check it again. And yeah. I don't dwell on that kind of stuff, but um, I, I also don't think my relationship is that healthy on the front end. <laughs> it gets me to that point. So uh I think as he gets older, maybe it'll change and I'll feel that gravity a lot more and I'll, ha- I'll definitely, I hope I change a little bit and get to more where you are. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot not, of my, not stuff there is, yet. So yeah. <laughs> we keep riding the lightning. I have a lot of like, it's based in fear too, of like, I, you know, I've worked with so many people who have been injured and you see the look on their face, you know, and it's like, I just want everything to not be in that situation ever, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I think that, that, that fear is a motivator a lot of times for me as well. Yeah, man. Well, I think that's pretty good. I mean, I'm excited to see where this goes as we get older and uh, the kids get bigger and more active and um, you know, we, we still have a lot of time left on our career. So this is something we can definitely revisit as we kind of change and go through the, the phases of our kids. But I think that's a pretty good kicking off point to, to bring up the subject. Yep. Um, do you want to leave a message for future Kurt? When like uh, five, five, six years ago when Sid's 15, 16 and uh, you got to start thinking about throttling boys that are coming through the front door. Uh, I just, I hope I have a better mindset than I'm sure that I will have. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sure it won't be pretty though. Yeah. Uh, I guess I would tell future Chris, um, um, find a good therapist now and, uh, Ah, you know what? I'm going to tell him to keep on going. Yeah. 
it's worked so far. Just, just hit it, dude, figure it out. Yeah. And, and, uh, when something hurts, I think double down and see if you can just break it loose and it'll be fine. That seems to work for most people. Also keep oh. you using humor to uh, mask your emotions and not address the real topics. All right. Right. Exactly. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys need anything, don't be afraid to reach out, uh, fourth shift fit at gmail.com or you can hit up Kurt through Instagram. I'll tag us both on the posts. Um, any topics you guys want to hear, we'll be talking about stuff. We got some interviews coming up with some cool people. So stay tuned for that. And if you like what we're talking about, go to the four shift fitness website and hit the buy me a coffee button and donate to the show. Let Kurt and I know that, uh, you like the episodes and you like what we're, we're talking about. So, all right guys, talk to you soon.